This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Stella Red to throw some shade, Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her, time to drag her, drag her. Uh, oh my lord! Welcome, children of nature, you're back and we're gagged to have you because you're listening to drag her the one and only rupaul's drag race recap podcast that's ever existed in the world of the internet i am so happy to be here celebrating the season 12 finale with my sister queen um she's more signature than miss tati and (laughs) (laughs) her brand is queer excellence Tim, Tim Murray, the one and only Phenom. How are you, Miss Fifi Phenom? I'm Fifi. (laughs) (laughs) Everything was good until I made you Miss Fifi. Um, I embrace it. I I embrace the edit you just gave me. You know, everyone deserves to take control of their season's confessionals the way Miss Fifi did. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, 100% I agree. Um, It's so good to see your face. I'm really... It's really really good to see you. Yeah, this is obviously an extremely crazy time. And yes. Yeah, I'm happy to just be seeing a friendly face. And We're happy to have you. Obviously, Nicole couldn't be here today because um, she needs uh, a day. And we all need a fucking day uh, because it's an incredibly oh, it's an incredibly tough moment we're living through. And obviously we're allies, but we're people with uh, enough privilege that we uh, we understand that we can only empathize and not fully understand her experience. Yes, 100 percent. And I just want to clear this up right away off the top. Like I am a white person. I'm going to try to do the best that I can to use this episode to talk about Mm -hmm. black excellence and why black lives matter. And yeah. if I do say something wrong, I welcome you telling me that I did something to say something wrong. But please, gonna try not to put the onus on anyone to uh, correct me about it. I'm just gonna try to keep speaking up when I can and learning yeah. when I can. I'm the same. You know, it's interesting. Like uh, I, I, I love that this moment of 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 screaming Black Lives Matter is it's it's always been important and it's the most important. And even as a person of color, I recognize my privilege in this moment because even though I'm a person of color, I know I have it easier in this country than black people. And that's something I have always known, but is becoming even more evident right now. So I acknowledge my privilege and I acknowledge that Um, We need to do everything we can to save, protect, and advocate for people who are just fucking suffering right now. Truly, truly suffering and uh, need us to back them up, have their backs. And yeah, yeah, I was just watching the Bob and Peppermint um, YouTube video about why it's important to say Black Lives Matter and 
then I posted a clip of what Peppermint said on there because it was just really clear and really impactful. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote, you know, I don't even know if I'm doing the right thing by reposting this. Like this is truly using the voices of black queer people uh, on my page and I'm going to get likes from that. And I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's right, but um, I know that I need to learn and I know that we all need to, and trying to do something the right way is yeah, def- definitely better than being silent is what I'm learning. Yeah. I think the fear for a lot of white people and probably a lot of uh, people of color who aren't black is that you're going to do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing or like uh, do an, savior narrative that's kind of the whole mo especially white people mm-hmm. but yeah i think the best thing we and i'm trying to learn that what the best thing is to do so yeah figuring it out i'm with you it. i'm with you i will be there every step of the way uh and when black voices tell me to shut the fuck up i will shut the fuck up uh but i will stay there to support in any and every way i can and at the end of this episode and on our instagram we're going to Lay out all the ways in which you can donate, reach out to representatives, um, and uh, just spend a little more time uh, lifting up black voices because um, it's it's the 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 time for silence is over. And um, yeah, and being uh, told to shut the fuck up is uh, is a good thing. And like white people listening to this who feel bristled by that, um, I if if I say something wrong on this podcast or ever, I hope. Uh, someone tells me to shut the fuck up again mm-hmm. without putting the onus on them to feel like they have to. But uh, by not speaking, you're just truly contributing to the many, 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 many issues that black people face in this country. Mm-hmm. And like growth is, I mean, if you stop growing, you die. And I want to keep growing. I want to keep learning. Even if that means I've, I'm wrong and you know, I've been wrong. Um Yeah. That's, I think and now that's a really I, important thing. I'm going to say to you my favorite Nicole quote I ever heard at your uh, Bad Drag Race show, which was, <laughs> was the prompt for them to make this long? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reading us. Thank you for reading us. Yeah, it was the prompt. The prompt was longest runway longest. possible. <laughs> <laughs> I forget whose performance it was, but God, I, I love, I freaking uh, yeah. love that show. Stay on the that runway. Runway. Stay, runway. stay, 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 runway. Stay on the runway. Stay on the runway. <laughs> someone did, someone did like a full, I forget what it was, but I mean, it. Uh, your show is you and Oscar and Nicole and, and Betsy and everyone yes. involved with it. It's so, fun, so, so fun. But whatever, I can't remember who it was, but someone truly did a number that was like, oh, oh, yeah, we are still going. And Nicole's yes. only critique was, was the prompt to make it long? <laughs> the girls, well, the, curl, the girls call our bluff because we say three minute limit and then they say, who's going to stop me? You know what I mean? They kind of, they know we don't have real producers behind this. Uh, we, we, have, uh, we have the sickening help of Jackie Waldman, who's the reason why it happens. Uh, she's an amazing producer. Um, but the girls call us on our bluff because it is bad drag race and uh we, we do it you know it's like okay well we're not gonna i'm not gonna tackle a queen if she goes an extra couple minutes did you give that same prompt to the uh the not the finale but two episodes ago when they did that vegas review show did you say you guys <laughs> i would love for this to be 
longer. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I will this actually. This is a ninety-minute television show, but this is a, a one-hundred-minute number somehow. <laughs> my my challenge uh, my challenge was brand the house down. So I wanted branding, 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 and mm, I could have used even more. Um, I do want to say this finale was amazing. Yeah, I loved it. I had a great it time. It was better than some of the live ones. Agreed. I think it was, yeah, I think it was better than the last two live ones that we had. Yeah. Yeah. Season 10 I, and season yes. 11. I, th- I think it was better. It was that better than season nine, But that's an season nine. Well, season nine was a fucking gag because it was the first time we saw it and it was truly groundbreaking. And then season 10 and season 11 tried to recreate that magic. And, and, and they did, they attempted, but they didn't really recreate that magic that's what was magical about this one was Uh right they weren't trying to recreate anything they had Mm. to be inventive that's what drag is they had to come up with whatever they could and that's why i think we are so lucky to have the winner that we have because Mm -hmm. to me that's what she represents is like taking what you can in your home and turning it into something special based on what you're good at also can we just have a moment obviously celebrating Celebrating Black Excellence, celebrate, celebrating Jada Essence Hall, who was my winner, and I fucking she was mine too. love that. And the message that that sends to her, when she was talking to herself as a little boy, I was like, <sighs> it's so important that the little black boys watching this, and girls, and non-binary people know that Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And then also, finally, a pageant, a true pageant queen yes. winning yes. the crown. Yeah, she, I mean, look, a lot of butterflies died so that, uh, <laughs> so that Jada could run. Um, no, but I mean, this is the pageant queen win we've wanted for years and we never got. I mean, you, it, it goes back, mm-hmm. it goes back really far, but she also proved how she's so fucking adaptable and which of course is the mark of a true superstar. She's so adaptable that she proved she can do everything she's funny she's likable she's mature uh she's good she she knows how to fucking move and i mean she she really really slayed this finale in my opinion i agree completely she's so positive she's got she's got like such a wonderful presence about her and like i watch i never watch queens go live because full shade i find it sort of boring a lot of the time Mm -hmm. i find myself watching her go live on instagram for the last several weeks because yeah. she's just, she's a light. She's like really yeah. good energy. And she is like, I mean, I don't know why I'm talking about Star Wars, but she's kind of like Ob- the Obi-Wan Kenobi of drag queens. Go off. Go, so off. What? <laughs> <laughs> Go off. You better Tatooine that walk. But what oh. I'm saying is she she did everything she came to do. And, and I said this last week, I, Jada was my winner, not only because she's amazing, but because her story is complete. Like, mm. like Obi-Wan Kenobi, she's going to vanish into her robe because she did everything she came to do. Whereas I do think the other top queens, they just have more, their story is still evolving. Whereas Jada has, Jada's fucking walked through the mountains of Mordor. I know, more Star Wars. Um, <laughs> she's... She's walked through Middle Earth. She's done the damn thing. And now her, the crown is hers. I agree with that so deeply. It's, that's what I love about, sometimes we forget this is a television show. Mm-hmm. And the, Jada's narrative was fully complete. And that is my favorite thing watching this show is like watching 
when a queen walks through those doors on that very first day and their entrance day, and you're like, okay, I think I know what you are about and who you are. Mm-hmm. And then when the, as you watch, like you would watch a narrative television show, a non-reality show, and their story evolves and they get that full arc, it's so satisfying. Yes. Like when Trinity the Tuck walked through those doors, I was like, no, thanks. And then <laughs> by the end of that season, she became one of my favorite queens of all time. And same with Jada. It was like, she walked in, she looked beautiful. I was like, she's going to be stunning. Mm-hmm. And that's going to probably be the majority of what we see from her. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong. She you really, wrong. she really showed up. You were wrong. She, and, and I get that. Cause I, I, I felt similarly like, but I'm, I am so glad. Like, I feel like, yeah, like both so many queens like just really truly paved they they paved the way for Jada and I think Jada has learned from past queens like you have to bring pageant a- excellence and then you got to fucking pull a lot of shit out of your cavernous asshole to win this competition. <laughs> and she did it. And I'm going to say something controversial. This is my favorite top 3 since season 6. I'm gonna. Th- I'm thinking. I'm Think thinking. about it. I, I thought season eight comes close. Season eight comes close. With- season eight comes close, and season nine comes close for me. Uh huh. But I agree with that for you. And you sure. don't have to. Let's start a fight. Let's fight. Well, I'm, I came here to fight. I <laughs> um. Yeah, I agree. What I think is interesting about season twelve is that I think that's a big statement to make because what I've loved about season twelve is that. What I think it makes it better than most seasons is the quote unquote filler queens, right? Like what we normally see are the uh, queens who go home second, third, fourth, fifth, right? Like they go home those first few episodes Mm -hmm. were incredible this season. And that's Mm -hmm. why like season five is so great and why this season is so great because you have so many people who you're sad to see go home and who make each episode really fun. Right. So then to also have the top be so great is yeah. really special. It's really special. These girls should be fucking proud. And we're going to talk, I'm going to talk more about it as we stumble through the episode. But like, I mean, this top three is class, uh, you know, a real, just like Chad Michaels, a, a real class act. They're, yeah. they're galvanized, focused and ready to not take home the crown. But they are amazing. And I, and like watching the reaction video to like oh. Jada winning was like, you guys are fucking awesome and cool and deserving. So deserving. Such yeah. amazing, unique and different drag artists, all three of them. Mm-hmm. And really so emotional to watch them lift each other up in that <laughs> video. I was when Crystal was crying. She's just like really happy for Jada. When she said to Jada, thank you for being my friend. It was so <laughs> genuine and cute. That, yeah, that to me too, like that gave me my like, I've been bullied PTSD in like the best way possible. When you're like, when you're so used to yeah. being bullied that you're like, I'm, I'm so thankful to have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really was, that really was what it was. The, uh, and, and I think Jada represents that for a lot of people. And that's why I'm so glad she won. The moment that sealed the deal for me, I was obviously watching this season. Like, like a lot of us were, I was like, Gigi is running away with this thing. I did. Like, yeah. And then when they did the makeover and then I started to be more team Jada when she won Rachel Bloom's episode. And Mm -hmm. yes, that is how it is titled in canon. Rachel Bloom's episode. (laughs) And because she was so, so fond on that episode. But then I was like, oh, I'm really loving Jada. She could really, she could win. And then Mm -hmm. the next episode when the makeover episode, when they, when, when RuPaul said, we 
we're going to bring in women. And you just hear Jada whisper, I love women. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm sold. This is the most, such a charming, inclusive person. The way she was talking to the girl she made over. Yeah. And the way she made such an effort with other people's uh, contestants. I was like, this is truly a queen for the people. And, you know, Jada was also not overproduced. I mean, she's just effervescent and charming. And there's so many little moments that I can't wait to rewatch. Like, for example, in one episode, it might have been that episode where um, someone says, I can't remember what it was, but someone makes it says a huge cultural reference. And and she's like, who who is that? And they're like, oh, she's like, what I say, what I do. Like where Incredible. she just doesn't know about something. It makes me laugh so, so hard. So yeah, exactly. So genuine, so funny. It's like the early um, sequin, a sequins dress or the early <laughs> like uh, whatever Alyssa said in All Stars 2. That was so, that's escaped. Oh, Rigor Morris. Rigor Morris. Rigor Morris. It was like that, but truly genuine. I mm-hmm. believe what you're talking about was when she didn't know who Blanche was from, or who, um, I Rose Nyland right. was from the Golden Oh, who's Grove. Rose Nyland? Yep. And it killed me so hard because she says, <laughs> she goes, I don't know. I thought that was someone Jackie knew from New York. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's, she is the queen, the St. Olaf queen, current reigning, oh forever reigning. <laughs> um, well, let's stumble through. We're going to look, we're going to talk a little bit about these finale Lukes. And I want you to play a game which we've pioneered and no other drag venue is doing anything like it. And we like Ooh. to call that game chirp or burp. If I you, love it. Chirp yeah. Don't you think someone else should do, should have done this by now? Yeah. I wish people had a, some sort of system for uh, rating whether or not runways were good or bad. Me too. I'm glad Me you're too. I'm shocked Pioneer. that world of wonder hasn't done anything about this, uh, <laughs> but we're here. We're here to, to tr- uh, blaze trails. So let's talk about Dahlia's first look. If you, if, in case you don't or do or don't remember, it was sort of like a fetish can can all green fantasy. Yes, burp. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, burp. This is a burp. This is a burp talk to me. me. She, uh, I love that she did the, this whole season as broccoli. Jesus and Christ. That's what this reference was supposed to be, I'm pretty sure. Right. And it was not quite right. It was like a milk attempt. It was like, Interesting. She was doing sexy broccoli, but it was like you just needed like a couple more things on there to make it. We should we should see this image. I'm I'm gonna be harsh for this these uh, looks. Be harsh because um and this sucks. But this is the this was the big mistake of the finale. This is more on VH1 than it is on the girls. Uh Lighting is so important for drag. (laughs) Yeah, it is so. Send these girls a lighting kit. It cannot cost that much money. No, and yeah, you're right. You're right. And now I'm going to say I thought this was a chirp. Oh, go on. Go on. I just did. I mean, I I labeled the look Billie Eilish, but make me care. And (laughs) (laughs) and I can't I I now care. I now finally get why someone might give a fuck. Um, But I I, I really liked it. And um, I don't know. It just worked for me. Okay, that's fair. I like like the description a lot. Thank it was you. definitely it was definitely sexy, and I appreciate that she's like sexy's the brand, babe. So get on board. I like yes. that. Yes, and I think I have for me. Um, I I think she did a really good job pairing fetishy things with like the sort of chic boudoir, um, femme fish look. Um, in in a way that's um not breaking the box but bending the box. 
Cool. I dig that. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. Okay, work. Next, we have Miss Rockham Sakura giving this neon soul-inspired nighttime cityscape fantasy. What'd you think? Uh, sorry, but burp. Burp, um, talk to me. Uh, I love Rockham. I was truly sad when she got kicked off, and I thought very her being, sad. Her being in the bottom of that episode was totally unfair, and mm-hmm. I thought the critiques of her on the runway were wrong. She, I thought Agree. she wasn't doing too much. I thought she. Looked fantastic. I thought it was, I thought the too muchness of it all was drag and great. And maybe it's just the presentation of this one, but I remember watching and being like, I, I can't take this all in right now in your living room. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to gag you again and say I chirped it. I chirped it because I just love the color story. I love the sort of homage to the type of icons you would see in an, in a, a big Asian city. It reminded me of like big flashy signs you would see in a Tokyo nightscape. And I, I think this was a, for me, it's a good pairing back. It's, she found a way to do too much, but pair it down a little. That's, I so agree with that. That, that makes total sense. I think I felt the same way I felt about Dahlia's. And I, unfortunately, I do think my opinions would be different if we were watching this on a runway. Yeah. In with better lighting, but the assignment was, to you get you get five seconds to show mm-hmm. off this look, figure out the best way to film it. And so for yeah. me, it's a burp. Work, work. And next we have Miss Nikki Dole uh, giving the French Marquis de Shade, if you will. Uh, what'd you think of this sort of purple lilac fantasy? I'm going to be so much nicer the rest of the episode, I promise. This Just first, be, no, be real. This, this first two minutes was not a slay for me. This was an absolute burp. Nikki Doll <laughs> gives us incredible looks. I She's one of the first girls that I, whose Instagrams I look at every time I open it up. Her looks are boots the house down. Yes, God, French uh-huh. fantasy, realness. And this was um, a really bad long hallway lighting and I think you hate you hate homes I think you hate I don't like homes I don't like homes I don't like yards I don't like rooftops (laughs) I I don't know I the top three did such a great job of making themselves look incredible Mm -hmm. on their couches and not on like all and these the rest of these girls it was like this was not it and and we've just seen better from Nikki Doll I really expected something cooler from her for this look yeah you know I um once again history repeats itself. It worked for me, it, and I I do see like maybe there could be more, but I liked the the tipping of her hat to sort of this all this this silhouette, which is like an this just a a real homage to old French shit. Now I'm not smart enough to know what period that is, but I I love the big old stupid collar with sort of a a sexy corseted hippie number. So. It was, it was, I'm not saying chirp, I'm not saying caca, which is a really hard chirp, um, but I'm saying chirp. I feel that. I'm, my big thing with this one is like, show me the dress, show me the gown. Don't mm. show me, don't let me be distracted by what's around you. Like you, you all make Instagrams, you make TikToks, you know how to do this better than this. Show me your Jada Essence bedroom. Don't show me your Jada Essence hall. <laughs> okay. Get out of that hallway, Dickie. <laughs> Get out of that hallway. Oh, my God. That's agreed. Gag. (laughs) Okay, Aiden Zane. Aiden Zane serving you black and gold queen of sharts. What'd you think? 
slurp, bitch. This Ooh. was everything. Aiden said, Aiden said, ladies, this is actually how you do it. Yes, she sure did. She said, oh, uh, she went from being the referee uh, to the owner of this team. OK, Go off. Go she's off. the owner. And I this is what I've wanted from her the whole fucking time. Um, I, this is a chirp. This is a this is great. This is uh, this is one of the best looks of the night. She looks so good. It's like pewter. It's not even gold. It's like it's like this gorgeous, different, rusted. Uh, she she just looks great. The wig is interesting. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was really really good shit. Um. Okay. Yeah. We'll work, Aiden. I can't. I can't wait to see more of Aiden in the world. Um. I like her little mask thing she's holding. I didn't even get to like fully see it, but she has some sort of like a a muzzle. Um. Okay. Next Ooh. is Miss Britta. Chirp, bitch. Chirp. This is, this is my girl. Um, we can we can get into that later in the episode if you want. But like the hate she's received is so crazy to me and unfair. And I said last time I was on this podcast, I used to live with Britta before she was doing drag, so I know this mm-hmm. very well. And I thought this was a really cool look. I thought this was a. I like when the queens make reference to the episode they get eliminated in. And this was obviously mm-hmm. her better version of a Madonna cone look. And I thought it was. Beautiful. Yes, I liked it. Um, I really liked it. I think I'll give it I'll give it a chirp. I liked it, but I I did want to see something a little more different from her. But fair. That's but fair. maybe she's delivering on her brand. She's gorgeous. And I agree that like she's kind of like the Roxy Andrews of season five. Like she's stunning. She's a good queen. She just. Uh, somewhat beyond her control got a a very a very villainous edit this season and and that's not that's not her fault (laughs) it's not her fault and i was listening to your podcast when nicole said this and i agreed completely like when she was gone you missed her same with the vixen like you need that person that's again like we said that's how growth works like Mm -hmm. you need someone to be saying how they feel and saying it in a messy way and like I said, I know Britta very well. The, uh, yes, the edit was really unfortunate and it sucks that they didn't show her also giving Heidi a bunch of her wigs when she left. Right. And like doing a bunch of nice stuff for other people. They really only showed the n- negative stuff. And the truth is the truth. Like uh, there are elements of her in that person. She's a drag queen. Like she, She's a drag queen. She, she can was be cunty, but like- The highest all, pressure so competition of her life. I mean, yeah, yeah she's- She's going to fight for what she wants. That's real. And we also don't know like how much of this edit came about because of so much of the Dark Ones edit having to go by the wayside. I'm so, guessing a lot. I would assume so. And yeah. we asked her about that on my podcast and she was like, uh, no comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, I was it. like, okay, understood. And yeah, I, I truly wonder about that because that narrative did start with Sherry and Britta, quote unquote, bullying Aiden. So I wonder how much of that had to be re-edited for to really look like it was only Britta. I don't have any information on that, but it definitely looks a certain way from an audience point of view. Yeah. And the other thing I will say, people critique Britta a lot for having the same looks. And I think you're right. I think that's a fair critique of the same like hourglass figure, etc. But what she also said on my podcast was... Um, and she wasn't saying this in like a defensive way. She just was like, this is the truth. A lot of these girls um, 
can just buy clothes that are made for women. Yeah. And I am a six foot something large, physically like big girl. Yeah. And so when stuff, when I have to get stuff made for me, it is different. I can't, I can't borrow from other Queens. I can't, you know, her and widow and other Queens like that. They truly have to like work to make that body shape work which I think is like an extra challenge that people don't talk about enough. It's it's a huge thing. I was talking to someone who similarly has this crazy I, I was talking I'll I'll say it. I was talking to Rachel Bloom, bona fide star and goddess, but she was talking about how even when she's going to huge events, uh there's a lot of sizeism when it comes to being clothed and getting stuff designed for you and if you're not a sample size uh and you're going to an event the treatment you get is crazy (laughs) so similarly it's got it you know it's the same for drag queens yeah that's not surprising to me at all but also fuck that god yeah fuck that noise (laughs) fuck that well let's talk about jan edward scissor jan wow um yeah, to me, this is the chirp, chirp, chirp. This is a caca for me. This is a yeah. big chirp. This is something I've never seen. It's gorgeous. It's it's the, the texture. Topical, pop culture reference. Really <sighs> fun. Refer- the eyes are that milky white that just makes the whole thing pop. It's But it's still so fucking glamorous. Yeah. And like kudos, like, kudos to her for taking her try hard narrative and being like yeah i am a try hard and i'm gonna make sure this is lit i'm gonna have the uh-huh. best lighting of anyone this week mm-hmm. i'm gonna go all the way off in my uh look i'm gonna give you camp and weird and spooky kooky mm-hmm. not just the normal uh glamour you see for me kudos to miss jan uh, kudos kaka indeed Mm-hmm. Next, we have she shut down the library. Uh, we have Widow Von Du, husband Von Du. Uh, what do you think of her Black Widow spider leg uh, pleather gown? I'm going to give this a chirp as well, a tentative chirp. I thought mm-hmm. this was cool. Again, really fun reference to her and her drag. Um, mm-hmm. Love that she did it outside. Thought that was very smart. Again, mm-hmm. it's like what we're seeing here is not you on a runway. You guys got to figure this out. Um, be innovative, be drag queens. Like you're used to performing in like small bars with terrible lighting. Mm-hmm. And I thought Widow did a really good job of being like, okay, this is my 10 seconds to show my drag. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it a chirp as well. Uh, it's one look that I think I immediately liked. Then when I got into some of the details, Project Runway style, I was like, okay, this is, this is, this could, this could be better, but it's, it's, you know, when you step out on the runway, it's a chirp. Agreed. I sort of wish it had a wig. It's, it mm. just proportionate wise. It was like a little odd to I see agree. the top be so bare. But what about a cool. fucking spider web wig? Come like on, a, now. like a cobweb wig. Come on, girl. Now we're talking. Now, now we are we're talking. talking. Now we're talking. Um, yeah. So it's 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 a it's a light chirp. Next we have Heidi and closet. Um, remind she me gave what sort this of was. like she gave it was it was just a perfectly gorgeous pageant gown. It was red with yes, little yes. pearls upon it. Um, it was it was it was cute. You know, there's sort of a gradient of red to black, but it's it's not it's not groundbreaking necessarily. 
What'd you think? Yeah. But what I remembered about it is this is a trip for me as well. It's mm-hmm. definitely not, you know, innovative or crazy or that interesting. But again, it's like, this is, this is your five seconds to show off. And I feel like she really showed off her new mug and that's what mm-hmm. this is about. So it's, it's mm-hmm. a trip for me. It's a, I'll give it a chirp. Um, yeah, I'll give it a chirp because she's a, a true star can pull off things that sometimes you're like, oh, you know, otherwise that wouldn't be so gaggy, but she makes it work. And her makeup has just improved so goddamn much. Yeah. Next, we have Miss Jackie Cox giving sort of a, a feathered uh, diamond ring black gown fantasy on a rooftop. Mm-hmm. She kind of looks like a like a a, a a a a woman going to a fundraiser in the seventies. Yes, it's very it's very that, and it's also a burp. Uh huh. Work. Talk to me. It's <laughs> just not it. Like, ladies, this is your finale gown. This is this is like the this is supposed to be the best one of everything that you wear, and it's full shade. But all of these girls didn't get to wear their final runway, other than. Crystal, right? Gigi and Jada and he who shall not be named. The, right. The you've all had a, a special special something to pull out. This is that special something. I love Jackie, but I think yeah. what, what Gigi said in a couple episodes ago when she was like, when I first saw Jackie's runway, I was like, oh, she's another fashion queen. That first episode, she really gave us looks. Uh huh. And the looks kind of <laughs> went. They went downhill as the season went on. I guess to be fair, I'm going to burp this and Heidi. I just want to be fair. I'm going to burp this and Heidi. I think it's it's not fair to burp one and not the other personally. Yeah, I actually, I agree. I, you know what? I agree. You're calling, you're calling me out. Yeah. Uh, call out culture. Call. I, I, burp, <laughs> I, I burp Heidi as well. And can I tell you a secret tea about Jackie? Yes. Maybe you've but, already talked about this. Go on. No, we're going to tell. I want to hear the tea. But first... We have to take a break. (gasps) Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or $750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earning is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 
This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit betterhelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Ooh, we made you wait for tea, and now it's poured, it's chamomile, and it's way too fucking hot for consumption. Tim, spill it all over our tits. Ladies, I've made my decision. <laughs> that is what that moment was. You made, you made these poor people wait. I will never forget the feeling of waiting for RuPaul to tell us if it was Shea Coulee or Sasha Velour after that mm. I, I made my decision. After the well, break? After this break, I was... Oh, I was screaming. That um, was wild. I saw that in New York City, too. And I saw it like in like a full, I think I saw it in Barracuda. And um, the gays were rioting, uh, just even during that commercial break. The gays were truly right. I was sitting with my friends, Henry Kopersky, Matt Rogers, who you used to yes. do a podcast with. Yes, so we, girl, we love Matt. Like a bunch of people. And we were all just looking at each other like, what is about to happen? Right. It was it was like the mo- it was like the most eventful in it was Ace Hotel basement bar, which is such a fun, which is where I used to see Gian and Britta all the time. Love. And um, I also watched the Valentina face mask episode in that. Oh same bar. my god! So that's fun to dark watch. Sided. That's that's what I've missed about this season is like being able to watch with a bunch of gays yeah, and really. Eat-y. I agree. Wait, right, so we, tell me your tea. We really made you guys wait for this tea. We really made you them wait. I apologize if you already talked about this on the pod, but. Jackie uh, didn't know she was in top four. Did you know this? I did not know this. So they filmed two endings of the the Vegas episode. They filmed Crystal winning and making it to top four. And they filmed Jackie winning and making it to top four. Wow. So Jackie didn't know if she was this whole time, all these months leading up, she's been like, assumably preparing to lip sync and be in the top four. Do you and think I she think- had to do some sort of lip sync number that did just never made it into the quarantine finale app? No, I don't think she, I, I think, I think when she, I think she was probably like preparing in her mind, right? Like, right. okay, what, what am I going to do if I make top four? And I think she was probably optimistically assuming she would make top four and they would make it a top four because mm-hmm. of Sherry Pie being disqualified. Right. Like, I think wow. she probably knew she'd been in the bottom already, but, and that, more than crystal so i she was probably like i assume 
they'll let Crystal be in, but then they'll probably let me in too, right? So they that, can do this. I thought the same thing. I was like, I, think a lot I of mean, we got 90 that. minutes to fill. Come on, get her in there. You ready for this gag? She found oh! She found out. <laughs> she found out she wasn't in the top four by watching the episode. Like that's how they find out. Like she was on Zoom with a bunch of our mutual friends, and she found out as they said, "Like, okay, this is our top three with Crystal." And they showed Jackie sashaying away. She was like, "I think she assumed either she would win or that they would just keep both of them," which I think a lot of us assumed. Yeah, I kind of was assuming a gag at the reunion even, or just like, and guess what, you know, you get to come back. But I guess at that point, you know, I mean, one one thing I, I am, that it, that's, a, that's heartbreaking, but I am glad that we got, we got a finale that's new and fresh. And, um, you know, if Jackie won because, you know, she just made it so fucking far and she like, left some truly iconic lip syncs performances in the season. And I said it on the pod. I think she did. I think she won that lip sync uh, of on the floor. Uh, and I'm so happy we got, we got crystal in the finale, but I do think she won that last lip sync. I agree completely. I, I yeah. think the, I think the producers made a lot of really good decisions this season. I think that was one of them. I think even though Jackie won that lip sync, it mm-hmm. was, it was right for Crystal to be in the top three based on what we've seen the whole season and what we got to see in that, uh, in the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have to keep talking about these looks. Okay. Um, Crystal is a pinata. Oh my, my I was God. Screaming. I was screaming. And that I also, awesome. Speaking of milk, I, I, I said to myself, milk could never. Exactly. Um, it was exactly. You know what I mean? Um, fuck, fuck her drag, right? And then I know, I know, how dare I? But I did, I was just like, wow, Crystal is maybe what Milk thought she might be. Um, so At correct. least in her season. At least in her season. Maybe now she's slaying the children more so. Can I go on another tangent about weird yes. things? Yes. I I never enjoy when the queens are like, I'm the weird one. And I really appreciate that Crystal wasn't, saying that to us all season she was Uh letting us think that she was like she was just being weird and i also i don't really love the narrative of new fans coming onto the show a lot of them straight who always the the crystal had twice the votes as jada and Gigi. i noticed that and i think that happens every year with the crystal with a um evie oddly with a uh, mm-hmm. Sasha Valor, and it always sort of feels like, oh, there's a bunch of new young fans, a lot of them straight, who didn't watch Sharon Needles, right? They didn't see someone come down the runway mm-hmm. without a, a faggy wig on and pour blood out of their mouth. It always feels yeah. a little bit to yeah. me like the weird one gets a huge following and a huge fan fair. A little bit, it feels a little bit homophobic. It feels a little bit like people being like, I don't want a pageant queen because. I don't, I don't know. They're just doing what everybody else is doing. They're wearing a wig and they have breastplate on. I'm like, look at that person. They're doing, you know, something closer to cosplay, which is also, which is also drag and also has merit. And again, not Crystal's fault, but I don't love that. And I love Mm. that Crystal said, yes, you love me because I'm weird. And I'm going to take it up so far above and beyond that and do something weird and something 
drag. I thought it was awesome. I mean, she really just let she let her her shit speak for itself. You know, she wasn't she wasn't screaming exactly. how weird she is. She was just exactly. showing. Just yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. And the fandom is always problematic. <laughs> um, <laughs> As we've it, learned. It's always problematic. And one thing I love about us is like we are only here to celebrate and 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 poke fun. We are never here to start a campaign and post negativity online. So none of that. It should be incredibly obvious to our listeners, but none of that. We're only here to have fun and kiki. Yes. Um, well, Gigi's look, what do you think of her? It's kind of Mars Attacks meets Isabella Rossellini, very I'm, blue velvet Madonna. Chirp. I mean, Gigi's very incredible. Very Saint-Tropez. Would you say it's very Saint-Tropez? Wait, what is that? Very, <laughs> it's just just something j- they make, they edit Jiggly to say 800 times oh in season God. four. <laughs> very Saint-Tropez. <laughs> um, what do you think? What do you, it, it's a chirp. It's a chirp. She's, Gigi's incredible. Her looks are Honestly, every single time. Uh, yeah. So good. This is loved so it. Yeah. Really gorgeous. She's drag excellence. She's gorgeous. She's doing something fresh and new. I loved it. I loved it. They're and not- now Jada is the universe and literally everything. Everything. This was the look of the night. Uh, this is the look of the night. Is oh, trip, trip, trip. Well, see, I'm torn, but I mean, I mean, and I mean, they all, man, they did some amazing looks. Out of that is your top caca, Crystal as a pinata. Or is it uh, Jan or Aiden? Oh, uh, my who top gets, chirp, Yeah, my who gets top chirp is, is Jada as the universe. This is wow. Yeah, this is everything. This is the literal universe to me. This is like what I what I love to see in drag. What the the thing that I love so much about drag is like trying to correct my own internalized homophobia. And I, again, like, that's why I said that thing about the, the fans loving the weird one is, uh, you know, personal to me, but this feels like the element of doing something campy, ridiculous, over the top, big, like Jan was able to do with scissor hands, like Crystal was able to do with the pinata, right. but also being super, I'm a boy wearing a breastplate and I look gorgeous with this makeup the yeah. mug is beat. The hair is oh white. Oh, my God. It, and she thanked God for her incredible skin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, work. What I think mine's you? crystal in a pinata. It's just, it's just pinata. It's just so... It is the definition of stupidity turned genius. Yeah. Um, her hands are immobilized, and so am I. Like, I just <laughs> live. I fucking live. And again, oh, we could only get this in quarantine. So, like, I know for that. She couldn't Very do that on the thankful. runway, I don't think. Yeah. There's so much shit we got in the quarantine we could never see, like these produced numbers, like that are just their visions. Uh, what'd you think of SNM Zoro Rue? Oh, good God. Good God. <laughs> I good thought God, she girl. would get she out. would get done up, but I guess, you know, she's practicing safety, so God bless. You thought she was going to get done up? I did. I really did. I thought something was going to happen, but I think now I'm understanding that the production window of when this was made, based on how well edited it was, this they filmed this a while ago, right? Mm, like, no? What do you mean? How long like, ago do you think? I think they filmed it at least a month ago based on how much, I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong, but like 
there was just so much content. There was like, there was so many videos. There was this like uh, cover, the cover boy vote cover, the salute to essential workers. I was like, there's so much shit they had to film. I assume that they must have filmed this before it was even okay for Rue to have one or two people in her bubble. Oh, with just Rue, not not the other yes, girls. With Rue. Oh, God. Yeah, because I was like, well, the other girls definitely didn't know because Jackie didn't know she wasn't right. in the top. So those those girls definitely didn't start filming until Gag. Uh, at, least, at least if that tea that I have is true, then they didn't start filming until very recently. And did you hear the tea that Nikki Doll said on her uh when Jada won? She was like, um, Jada had a week less than everybody else. To get ready? You mean to get ready for the whole finale or to, what do you mean? I don't know what that means, but listeners, if you know, please tell us, because I think that there's some tea there that Nikki Doll said she had less time to do her music video and her um, lip sync than, uh, than Crystal and Gigi. And I don't know what that means. That's crazy. And like, cause like I could see it being like, oh, well, did she mean in terms of like when they first got notified, who's going to be on the show? Like, did she just happen to know? Like, you know, sometimes oh, did she mean that's that? In, that's interesting because Jada also said in her acceptance speech, she was, I wasn't even supposed to be here. Mm, holy shit. So maybe, maybe they were saving Jada for like a season 13 situation or something. Yeah. And maybe, yeah. maybe she was a last minute call. That could be what it was. I don't know, but she's fucking, she sweated, she sweat out every edge and she's amazing. So, okay. Other things we have to talk about the episode, the judges. Did you notice a comrade of the cast, Eugene Cordero, noticed that Ross's, Ross Matthews fireplace just had stuff in it. Like it was like a false fireplace with just like stuff in it. Like those like little like wooden balls you get from the now deceased Pier One. Did, I... <laughs> I didn't notice that, but he did, and I was like, "Work." I didn't see that either. I that's really that's funny. Really good. Michelle's husband has a juicy fucking ass. Did you see that ass? Oh my god! Oh my I'm not god. one to, to normally lust after the straights, but I really I want. Good to God, that that roast beast. That was oh my god, He's hot. Yeah, yeah, he's hot. That's a good angle for him. <laughs> I was really into it. He was yeah. giving me like soccer coach wants to see you after practice vibes. Oh, daddy. Daddy. Um, daddy. And Carson, I just want to say Carson said this and I quote, I, uh, I put, I put some, I gave myself homemade Botox but it turns out it was poppers. What do you mean? I just want to say, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I just want to take his gay bar joke and, and, and look him in the face and say, what do you mean? Carson, what do you mean? What the fuck are you talking about? What is, what are you saying right now? <laughs> I live. Yeah. He's um really this in the past season or two, he's really been giving us jam. He's trying real hard yeah. to, compete, to compete with Ross Matthews. Cause Ross At is over this, there. Just nail is knocking him out of the park. He like, is knocking. Right? Carson, we, like, Here's a pun. <laughs> yeah. We, we need some, it's almost like gay culture needs to expand so that Carson can have more things to say. Like <laughs> just, yeah. Just 10%. 
Um, I love the past judges, like Whoopi. I love Rachel Bloom pulling out her her giant juicies, and uh, I love that that made the cut. Those um, boobs are my God. so gorgeous. <laughs> they are. They I absolutely like, are. Wow, 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 wow. They are milk whales, and uh, they're they're stunning examples of uh, the beauty of life giving. <laughs> uh, the beauty of life giving, and on the Kinsey scale, I'm pretty gay. But watching yeah. that, I was like, oh, I yeah. had, I was like, oh wow, I'm I'm feeling things. <laughs> I mean, truly, if if a support beam in my house rots away, I will grab one of her tits. And hold up a two-story house with them. They are un- they are amazing. They are they are fucking bulletproof. Uh, they're bulletproof, man. They're amazing. And again, great great producing decision. Bring back like one of the best judges of the whole season. Like she was so fun, man. She. I mean, it's easy to do, but they made her. They just made her maybe the coolest judge of the season. They just like gave her all the screen time and and. It was man, I loved I loved every second of it. Yeah. But I'm biased. I'm biased. I'll I'll call myself out on that. Um, so let's talk about the chatting with Rue segment. We have Crystal now as a lab monkey. Holy shit. And Rue's talking to her about her life, her mom, her dad, her abuela. What you think? I thought this was so cute. What a fun um way to see some of her culture that we didn't really see that much, I think, on the yeah. rest of the season. Like when she was in the top three, I was like, oh, another white girl. And then I was like, oh, she's a person of color. Yeah. Like, uh, I suspected she was a person of color. And I have to admit that's because with my eyeballs, I saw her melanin. But um, I I think it's really cool that when you're a person, I think it's cool that the show now is letting more people of color express themselves how they wish to express themselves as opposed to always being like, you are from blank. Talk about blank. Yes. So yes. I think that's really cool that we were like, oh, yeah, cool. We learned of uh, of her heritage when she wanted to talk about it and how she wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I think that's fucking great. And I'm yeah. glad that that got representation on TV. I thought it was awesome. Really fucking cool. Great. Um, love her. Um, Rue chats with Gigi. Um, what'd you think about? And she's giving sort of a RuPaul homage look, which was really beautiful. What'd you think of of this little chit chat? I really related to. I loved seeing Gigi in a dress as a little boy. I thought that was really that was cute. Cute. I liked seeing her be vulnerable. I liked when she cried, and I, I'm not gonna lie, it hit me pretty hard when she was like things with your dad are going to be tough. And then I was like, Oh God, he like passed away. Or like, there's going to be some really like uh, real trauma here. And there was mm-hmm. real trauma there, but it was based on such a simple thing of like, he's just not going to get you. And that really, it makes me emotional. It was like really, oh. I thought that was um, just beautiful and like really nice to see her be vulnerable and not so. Me too. Uh, Cause I, we wanted to see that this season and, you know, it's not her job to do it, but I'm glad we got to see it and got to see that side of her. And um, yeah, I also I heard there's some drama. I don't know how true this is, but I heard there was some drama with like, did you hear there was like this this tea with Gigi filming part of her performance in a studio and like that was a big um, skerfuffle? Okay, I'm glad you brought this up. This was the this was the secret tea that I was texting you about, but I guess oh you my know god. Already. 
Talk to me, because I only heard that. Is there more to it? No, that's it, really. But that uh, there's um, she was threatened with disqualification. Like she almost got disqualified from the episode. They were like, (sighs) from what I've heard, that they were like, "You girl, you can't do that. This is part of your contract. We sent you rules for this Uh challenge. And that is the problem with Gigi. Like I love her, but like she's fucking incredible. But I mean, she didn't deserve to win because she is using her privilege in a way that like you can't do. (laughs) She she was like, I live in a place where there are studios and I can afford it and I'm going to go spend it Mm -hmm. and and do it. Or who knows if Mm -hmm. she can afford it, but she spent, she spent that much. She, or she got someone to give it to her for free. I don't know, but she went to a studio and uh, for the I, for the 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 take on me performance or the home performance that I don't know, but okay. what I but what I have heard is what, what I assume it was is that it was the take on me performance, and what we saw on TV was a refilming. That that actually what Whoa. we saw was was in her garage is what I've heard, and that she originally did it in a studio, and they were like, "Ma'am, absolutely not." Like, because how unfair is that? That like Jada lives in Milwaukee. She's abiding by the pandemic rules and staying mm-hmm. in her home, mm-hmm. doing this in front wow. of her living room. And you're, you got a studio like that is Whoa. not okay. Gag, so I, was, that's interesting. Cause when you look at the take on me performance, part of it kind of looks different than the other part. Mm-hmm. Like when they zoom into the mirror moment, which was stunning, it kind of does look like a shift in quality happens. So maybe she did submit part of it as that. Maybe they were like, fuck, we'll use part of it, but you have to go fucking do the beginning part at your fucking house. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. This is all tea and speculation, but, um, this is all speculation, but this, this, these are the rumors going around. She was almost, she was threatened with disqualification. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I live. I live. I'm glad she got to stay all the way to the end. I think she gagged, but whoa. Yeah. Okay, Jada with Rue. I loved her story about her brother and her father. And her look is giving me like baby Zahara Benet. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. She looks amazing. Uh, she talks about her grandma. And I very much cried when she talked about her younger self. Yeah, all, all of this honestly was like, love Crystal, love Gigi. I thought both their interviews were charming and adorable but to me this was like she has to win yeah like, she just is such a great representative for the queer community for the black community for drag queens she for uh, i just have you seen that video of her yes <laughs> yeah oh i know God, what you're gonna say so like the receiving line of people yes. driving by yes yes that, that's the midwest like the, i just really got, I, I in just, case you haven't seen it there's just cars going by her house, like throwing pedals at her and throw, giving her gifts of like congratulating her on winning, which I was so glad to see because winning in this time is so strange. Um, yeah, it was really cute. Yeah. And when she won in her in her uh, like living room and she was like, this is so weird. <laughs> that, was so <laughs> that was so fun. I know I was like, I expected her boyfriend to like come and, and hug the shit out of her. But, you know. Maybe they, I'm sure they did, but it was just like, I wonder what that was. That was, it's such, it's a strange time to be crowned America's next drag superstar. Yeah. Without being able to like hug your friends and be in a bar and, and yeah. you, 
have you seen the video of her going live with Nikki Doll a few weeks ago and her boyfriend interrupts her and she's like, I'm talking to my friend. <laughs> <laughs> she turns to Nikki Doll and she's like, she says, girl, don't get a man. Uh, <laughs> so I have not and I live. I'm talking to my friend. <laughs> I'm talking to my friend. Oh, I live. I haven't seen that. She's well, everything. I'm excited. I also love this Heidi montage. Um, this little Heidi montage, uh, to me, this made Tammy Brown seem coherent. I thought this was, <laughs> I thought this was madness and, uh, uh, hard to understand, but I loved it. I love it. Agreed. Agreed. It was so fun. She's talking to Nicki Minaj and then she's crying into a little, you know, a little cosmetic to promote Heidi Hydrates. It was madness and I love it. So good. And I guess we can say now, you know, she becomes Miss Congeniality. Duh. Duh. I mean, duh. I mean, total duh. Such a duh. What about that moment with Dolly and and Nina? I lived. I love that. How hard is it to make a comedy bit work when you're not actually hearing or listening or responding to the person? They obviously couldn't hear each other. They had to film those separately and then it had to be edited and somehow it was magic. And they both were so funny. It was it was it was delightful. It was stilted, but in the best damn way possible. You know, yeah. like just like guys, we're fucking trying. We put so much love into this. Dolly is wearing an Appalachian mountain of hair on her head. <laughs> Full drag. I loved it. I loved it. We got yeah. it. We got it. And then they gave all the queens 2K just because I loved that too. Yeah, that was nice for sure. Cute. Cute. Did I tell you? Did I tell you what uh, Britta said to me about how expensive it is to go on the show? <gasps> Talk to me. I'm glad they gave them 2K because she told me they pay more. She paid more to go on the show than she paid for her college education. Oh my God, Jesus That's Christ! How much some of these queens spend? Like I know Cracker said in that Untucked years ago, she yes. took out like a twenty thousand dollar loan. Hmm. I'm from what I've heard from these season 12 girls, they spent more money than that. That's shocking. Like and now, I, they can't imagine being Britta. Imagine spending that kind of money and like, just like being like, well, this is my big opportunity. I'm going to make that money back. And then getting the edit that you got and then not yeah. getting the, the following or, and then being in quarantine, not being able to uh, go out and do gigs. I just, I feel for these girls for that. And I, I hope too. That turns I do too. Too. it's the least they can do i mean it, like to to give them a little bit of change from you know pantene but like yeah man it is it's really rough i know we're going to uh it'll be cool to see how the queer community steps up to support season 12 girls and you know i i hope you know even though we all want as much drag race as possible i do believe it'll take some time before they can shoot another season so hopefully there will be a back end where season 12 girls get to celebrate uh performing in some sort of way you know for a period to come make all star six just season 12 girls fuck yeah Yeah. fuck yeah i mean i mean it was such a stacked season it 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 could easily be done yeah i'd be here for it Let's talk about the close-up lip sync. Uh, what did you think about the close-up lip sync of Bring Back My Girls? Did you burp. think one of the queens win? <laughs> you burped. No, not for you. This was a... Uh, mama, this was a mess. Mama, this is garbage. 
That, <laughs> Mama, this that is shake garbage. and go you got on your head. Um, this is garbage. I'm not here for confusion, chaos. I was just, I'm watching old <laughs> Untucked of season five and there's a great Alyssa Edwards line that I forgot about. It's something, she's talking, she's talking shit on Coco and she's like, I'm not here for confusion, chaos and something <sighs> else. It's so good. Yeah, this was, um, this was a uh, cute try and not good. Yeah, it was, they, they tried. And I mean, if I had to judge it, I did think, I did think Gigi and Jada did pulled forward in this close up lip sync, but I it was in, it was incredibly hard to watch. It was like watching a new game of super tennis where there's eight nets and ten balls. It was really hard to like understand where to look. Yeah, and like what was even happening? I mean, it was just so, drag is not close up. Get this. This is this is this is not it. <laughs> <laughs> i found it really boring i was like we could have just edited this out and i know they, to the they wanted, longer. i know they they just they wanted to give us the promise of lots of lip syncs i guess they were like they were just like we're used to having a lot of lip syncs in a finale how do we give this to the people girl they wanted to promote another rupaul song like <laughs> yeah okay like, work we want we want to get these itunes buys and i respect it mama but uh, let the church say gay man. I think you're right. I think that's that's really it. Yeah, but Damn. it just was it wasn't um, it was not it was not it. Not interesting to watch. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have our beautiful tribute to Jacqueline, um, which I thought was so cool. This amazing producer who we lost too soon. I thought that was really beautiful. And I love I like that they spent time just like celebrating her and, and telling amazing stories about how influential uh, she was to the show. Uh, yeah, I love this. I thought it was really, really beautiful and such a nice tribute to someone who clearly really, really loved the show and worked really hard and worked hard to make it special. I thought that was really, really nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I love the cover, the the voting cover of CoverGirl. Um, it is important. I love how much this season we've spent time to scream at people to vote. And um, I think we can fucking win this thing in the fall. And I'll tell you, the moment that made me think we could is when Taylor Swift said, we will vote you out. Because <laughs> before that, I was like, I don't know if we can win this fall. But now, now that she's using, her, truly, she's using her privilege for good. Um, we, I think we might have a fucking chance this fall. I mean, that, I mean, yeah, I mean, that is, it does make a big difference. She is what 50 million some followers on twitter and she didn't say I think more in 2016 probably more yeah and that's a yeah. lot of people that's a lot of young people who listen to the influence of a popular person and she didn't say anything in 2016 so there you go maybe it will help i sure hope i think so i think we're fucking sick and tired of this god god i god i hope that yeah was, i hope so that's true. and i implore you all to vote 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 um, well, now we have our personal lip syncs. People got to choose what they did, they done did. And we have to talk about Crystal's Nelly Furtado, Like a Bird. Holy shit. Like I said at the earlier in this episode, I was not Team Crystal. I don't love how much the new fans always jump on to the quote unquote weird one who's not doing like pageant style drag but this was everything yes it was, was yes so it was screaming i 
if you're going to bring Nelly Furtado back into the zeitgeist, God, I <laughs> simply have to stand. I was bugging out. I was like, I, I was like, I was electrocuted for a long time because I was vibrating so much. And this is something that's like, this is one of the best consequences of getting to do at home lip syncs. Mm-hmm. This is the best consequence. Yeah. I love that they got to pick their own songs, assume, I assume, right? They were like, do whatever, must you, have. do whatever you want, right? I'm sure they didn't assign them songs. Or See, they, that's or what they, I'm worried. How did they get the rights so quickly? Yeah, maybe. I, you know what I bet? If I were a producer, what I would do is email Jackie, Crystal, Jada, Gigi, um, and say, uh, hey, s- send us your, like, Top Number three. three. So, so, so uh-huh. Send me like top three songs and we'll see if we can get the rights now. Right. And then yeah. they just didn't care about what Jackie said. And yeah. then they sent uh, a message, an email to Sherry that just said, uh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and just in case you haven't been watching the season, uh, bury yourself. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, the regurgitation, the wings. I mean, I love fake animal paws and fake animal wings are just as great. This was genius. So out of the box, so completely her. One of those things where you're like, no one else in the world would have thought of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Stunning. Now Gigi does take on me. What did you think of Gigi's take on me? So I have a wild take on me on this and talk to me and i look, edit that look out. Edit that out. no leave it in i'm gonna go ahead and say it was my least favorite of okay. these three okay I'm, i agree completely it was my least favorite because it, it 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 just kind of reminded me of the core video it didn't necessarily go past what i knew of the core video Oh, I, if if we were together in the same space and I had consent, I would kiss you. <laughs> well, I, I consent. So send me one in the mail. Okay, um, great. I'll send you a little kiss. Right? It just kind Agreed. of paid homage without being like, holy shit, you broke the form. In all honesty, to me, this was not drag. I was like, Work. what is it? Yes, you are, yes, you are uh, wearing a wig, but like. And a party city wig. That wig, shocking, shocking for me to see that from Gigi. I I said in my roommate, I was like, is that, am I crazy or is that a shit can go wig? I mean, that is from the Cruella uh, entry level collection. That is Halloween store. Halloween Halloween store store clearance, honey. That shit can go you got on your head. This is human mama. Like, <laughs> one of the best lines ever. Uh, why, why are you trying to be cute? Why are you trying to be cute? Um, no, but I, I, I wasn't gag. I thought it was good, but I did not think it was holy shit. To quote Raven, I could not believe it. I just, <laughs> I just, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this wig is bad. We only see amazing looks from her. The I know. It was like it was like a Brooklyn Heights B side choice, you know. Ooh. It was like like Brooklyn Heights said, "I'm it not going to put this on my album of drag. I'm going to <sighs> leave this for the club." Like it was like you know what I mean. It was just like it, yes. it was it, it was like another not it was like another nod to like what the judges had said to her all season, like in the makeover, like you did black and white. Yeah. Like what are you doing, girl? Go up. 
and the, it, it, again, I agree. goes back to the whole thing. The whole thing of like, I don't wear, Gigi Good doesn't wear sequins or whatever she said in the first episode. Uh-huh, it's, like, uh-huh. it's too uh-huh. polished, mama. It's too inside the right. box. It, it wasn't draggy. It wasn't, it wasn't even a parody of the song. It wasn't anything. It was right. just a video. And I agree. Like, it's like, if you're going to do that, go further. And look, I know we're asking a lot, but if you're going to pay homage to an already groundbreaking video, you got to go past it. Mm -hmm. And I thought, like, maybe she should run on a treadmill like like they do in the video. There's a big running sequence. Or maybe she there. I expected when she was putting her hand on the mirror, we would have almost spin around or, or something where we get to see a cut to her in sort of detox style, black and white gradient makeup. Like, cause I was like, oh, that would be a different gaggy thing to do. Um, but it just kind of paid homage to it. Like we said. Hmm. Yeah. And maybe the narrative was I'll do a black and white video and then I'll start my final lip sync in black and white and it'll turn to color and this will be an episode arc narrative. Mm, That's a cool mm -hmm. idea. Really cool. She's got great ideas, but this, I'm sorry, Jeege, this just wasn't anything to me. I was like, I don't, I don't, I, I think it's the, I love the reference to herself on the outfit with the words that were on the outfit. Yeah. That it was looked fun, good. It looked good. It just wasn't. And let's go ahead and talk about Jada because people are going to say, because I talked to some friends and people said, I, some people were like, I did not think. Jada did enough, especially with creating a backdrop for her get up video. What do you think? I love Jada. She's my winner, but I was worried watching this, uh, uh-huh. this video. I thought this was nowhere near as good as crystals point mm-hmm. blank. Like it just wasn't, uh, innovative enough. It, it's fine. If you don't, I don't think you need a backdrop, but like, Again, like do something with the camera angle, like make it look a certain way when you drop into that split. Um, right, right. And you get to choose whatever song you want. This is a fun, fun to choose Sierra. She looked gorgeous. She looked stunning. Not enough was happening. It almost makes me, with the choices Gigi and Jada made, it almost makes me wonder if they knew, they all knew that they were going to make it to the final lip sync. They must have, right? Because they sent I them all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. Oh, that's so I think it. I they did. were kind of like, I think they were kind of like, well, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the, the last one is what matters. Right. Unless they were like, you're all getting this set. Only two of you will use it. Um, or or they were like, you're all going to film it. And then on the night, we're going to tell you're just going to there's going to be two of you doing it. That's a possibility. That they were like, you're all going to film the top two lip sync, but you might not see yours ever, ever, ever. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that could be. That could be. But, um, wow. Uh, I love this. Based on this, if I had to pick a top two, I really would have chosen Crystal and Jada, which might be controversial. Because uh, I, I love Jada's choreography and the fa- the Sierra fantasy she was given to me was really impressed me. I was, I was like, that's the one that made me besides crystals. That's the one that made me go. I'm, I'm, I'm taken out of this world into another world with just like the performance of it all. If you had to pick two, who, who would your top two be? This is not fun for me to say. I know. I mean, you can, 
You can also say it I deserved think, to be a top um, three, which I think is fair. I would have had to choose Gigi and Crystal. It was like, it, it just, Jay yeah. is just like, real, I was, that's, I was, I'm so glad they did top three because I think that's, this is what I wanted to happen. But if you're just going based off those videos, it's. Yeah. I, it just wasn't, it just wasn't it. It wasn't what, what we can, it wasn't what she did in the final lip sync, which I thought was great. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Work. I mean, look, I mean, I, obviously I had a different top two, but like I, uh, a lot of, I've been, so many people I've been talking to have kind of had a similar opinion. So I absolutely get where you're coming from. Work. Work. Okay. Let's it. Let's, we're here. We're at the top three. Evie's wearing a sock gown, sock fantasy. I thought it was cute. She's wearing the sock boa moment. I thought that was cute. What'd you think with the spiky updo to the side? It was cute. It was fun. I think season 11 was not my fave, but it was a fun Mm -hmm. way to be reminded that like, oh yeah, I think in canon, she's an absolutely deserving winner who stays up there with some of the greats. Yeah, I agree. I was so excited for her win. Um, And I think with the limitations of being at home, this is a pretty gaggy thing to kind of transform something like socks into a look like this. Is it's not my my favorite 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 finale, cra- you know, crowner looks, but you know, you know, we. I think I'm going to be a little kind because holy shit, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a fun stay at home look. I liked it. I love it. Okay, we're at the final three lip sync. They're lip syncing to Survivor. What did you think of everyone's performances and final looks? Right? Crystal's got this sort of like, this sort of, this rainbow queen of hearts, shards fantasy. That was nuts. What'd you think? Didn't didn't love this look. Too similar to like the critique she got early on in the season. It was too much going on. Okay, I loved it. Really? I did. For well, to me, I was like, "That's regal and that's crownable." But yeah, you just thought it was too damn much. Yeah, I was like, I wonder again if I would have thought differently if it had been under different like lighting. But it just, I couldn't quite make it out what was happening there. Got it. I mean, I think it's it's arguable that it did like maybe make her muddy her lip sync because it was harder to maybe like see the performance through it. If and you will. she might as she might as well have been holding up a sign that said, "I'll be great on All Stars." <laughs> like, <laughs> she get, she she did like almost nothing in that lip sync, and she even said in the reaction video, she was like, "What are you guys doing? I was doing a TikTok dance." <laughs> <laughs> I, I was love like, that. you've seen these you've, you've seen these finales. You got to pull out some sort of some sort of stunt." I mean, it's it's also arguable she had that sort of like that sort of supportive friend complex that other top three contestants have had, like a Juju B, who've just been like, you know, I think at at, at a some point I just thought to myself, I'm happy to be here as opposed to I'm gunning for it. That's what it felt like. It felt like yeah. I, it felt like her being like, I want Jada or Juju to win. Yeah. She's she's fucking cute, and I can't wait to see more of her in all, all over the drag world, including All Stars. I fucking hope. What about Gigi's look and performance? Um, I thought this was good. I did not think it was unbelievable. I didn't understand what was happening. Again, lighting is so important in drag. <laughs> I didn't understand that she was supposed to be 
uh, not in color for the beginning. And then I didn't either. Yeah. I thought the reveal was cool. Um, but it's also something like, I feel like I've had that idea before. I feel like a lot of people have had that idea. Sure. Like yeah. it would be, I, it's just, it, it was cool, but not as original as I think maybe yeah. she thought it was going to be. Like, I think a lot of people have had the idea of like, I'll go from black and white to color. And of course, like it was advised such a fun reference, but, um, definitely didn't go with the song. It didn't, it just didn't work for me. Like I, I, it, it was good. It was good, but I wasn't like, holy shit, crown the bitch. I was just like, okay. And I agree. Like, I think uh, I texted you and I was like, the color story of going from feather gray to periwinkle did not <laughs> gag me. I was just like, oh yeah, that's a slightly different color. I understand that it's all, you know, very Wizard of Oz specific. She even has like sort of a yellow brick road panty on, but I just thought it was good. Yeah, agreed. And Jada, I mean, Jada won it in this moment. She she gave Survivor. She gave choreography. She had that fucking cool uh, billboard skirt that put a crown on her head. It was unreal. That was so cool. She, yeah, this is where she really won it. Like, it was just, I wish they would release the video of just her. Doing Me too. Lip sync. Because she was giving Me too. It. She was like she really dancing. It. Yeah. It was so great. She murdered it. She looked so good in orange. She had a little bit of a cape swing off that was fluid. Um, she gave the song. She gave the song. And the crowd shots of from season 11 were very funny. <laughs> From like the season 11 so premiere. Funny. Very funny. That was amazing. Very good. That was amazing. Well, yeah. We have a new winner. What else do we want to say to our new winner? We, uh, to the one and only Jada Essence Hall. We salute you. We live. We love you. Thank you for, thank you for being our friend. <laughs> thank you for being our friend. I, I am so glad. I think she's a sickening queen to be. Uh, part of the royal dynasty. I can't wait to see what she does next. And um, yeah, it's awesome. It's really exciting. Tim, and, and we're going to be here next week. Obviously, we're going to be covering All Stars. So come back next week. We're going to dive deep into our 10 All Star queens. I know we're ha- we have too much drag race, but I am I am truly happy to be gagged with too much drag content right now. Um, Tim, what do you want to plug before we go? Mono, um, thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. You can follow me at teammarie06 on all platforms. Um, and I have my own podcast called Slumber Party. Come check it out. Gag! I certainly cannot wait to hear your eps. I certainly want to hear this one with Britta. That sounds so fun. It's really great. She like really delves in. Um, and I hope it shows a side of her that didn't get to see people didn't get to see on TV. Oh, that's a good treat. That's a good treat for drag her listeners. So please go follow Tim and find that. Where can we find you on Instagram? At Team Murray 06. Ooh, uh, you guys can follow me online at Mono Agapian. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps wherever you listen to us. Thank you for your support this season. Um, as I said earlier, um, we are going to be posting a lot of links, ways you can support Black Lives Matter, the Minnesota Freedom Fund, uh, the Atlanta Solidarity Fund, 
Brooklyn, NAACP, Reclaim the Block. Remember, you can go to house.gov and call your representative. Tell them you won't stand for this. You demand justice and you support black lives. Um, We thank you all for listening during this really tumultuous time. And we hope we could bring just a little bit of lightness uh, uh, to your lives. And we thank you for listening. Um, Till next week's All-Stars Gaggery. Bye! Stella had to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. That was a HeadGum Podcast.